Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Catch Fire. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 5, titled adventure. Okay, so bunch of stuff going on in this episode. Lots to talk about here. First and foremost, so Cameron goes on a bit of a adventure this episode. <laughs> All right, that's it. Episode over. <laughs> Back it in. Not gonna get better than that. Not gonna say anything to top that joke. Everything, everything that needs to be said has been said. We can all go home. The television archive is done. We're we're gone forever. <laughs> In all seriousness, uh, so this episode begins. Cameron walks into the office, and Joe behind her back has hired a shit ton of new coders. Which Cameron is not happy about because uh, she initially assumed she'd just be writing everything herself. That she'd just be doing all the software shit herself. And at the top of them is a really shitty manager named Steve. F you, Steve. So Cameron sits down at her new workstation, uh, and is being very pissy, very unproductive. Uh, at one point, she launches the game Adventure, and just starts playing games instead of doing her job. Uh, she also meets a couple other coders, uh, Lev, Yo-Yo, and, uh, some other cool people that aren't, like, just unremarkable trash. And the entire episode, she's butting heads with this manager, uh, because the manager's inefficient, Cameron refuses to do her job for him, and it's just a whole bad situation. At one point, Cameron actually goes to Joe and is like, hey, fire that asshole. And Joe's like, no, you don't get to... You don't get to seek special treatment just because we're doing the sex. And Cameron's like, well, okay, we're not doing that anymore. And goes to get stuff from his apartment. Womp womp. Uh, We'll talk about that apartment journey later. uh, As part of another plot line. But anyway, after... The apartment thing happens. She comes back and is like, Hey, Steve! You're fired. And then goes to Joe and says, Hey, uh, so 
we could do this much more efficiently. Uh, turns out more coders means it takes longer. More, more coders, I can't talk. More coders means this shit takes longer than it needs to. Uh, so we just need to narrow it down to the best coders. And everyone got sucked into adventure last night. So she's like, okay, all you coders, how many of you got sucked into adventure? Uh, how many of you got trapped in the cave? How many of you cheated to get out of it? Okay, all the cheaters stay. <laughs> and it's so awesome. Like, it's this great power move by Cameron. Like, yeah, uh, to cheat in the game, you have to know code. Those are the guys I want on my team. Not Steve's team. My team. And Joe's like, well, okay. Steve's fired. Cameron's manager now. And uh, all these other coders who didn't cheat are gone. Cool. All right. Move on. <laughs> oh, also, that one scene where everyone is sucked into adventure. I really, really like it because it's this really fun moment where everyone's playing the game. They're just being nerds. And then Boz comes in all authoritatively and is like, hey, all of you, come with me. <laughs> and he leads them all into his office. And you think it's going to be like some scolding because they're playing games on company computers or like because something's gone wrong in the PC or something. And then Boz takes them all into his office and he points his computer where he's also playing adventure and is like, how the hell do I get out of this godforsaken cave? <laughs> oh, it's really funny. It's a great moment. I love it. That's kind of the first indication that, like, Boz is kind of mellowing out as the show goes on. Uh, it's so, so good. <laughs> uh, while all this is happening... Joe's dad is in town. And is like, hey, I want to talk to to son. Son, talk to me. And Joe's like, okay, I guess I'll meet you. And then Joe stands him up. Because he's a dick. <laughs> Which, by the way, to be fair to Joe, they're both dicks. Uh, but Joe, in this particular instance, is the dick. So, his father... Sorta... Takes the nuclear option of... Lying to get into Joe's apartment. Where he meets Cameron. Who is there... To get her shit. And they end up having a whole conversation about how... How much of a loose cannon Joe is. How manipulative Joe is. Apparently when Joe was working at IBM. He got a promotion. By telling someone above him. That he was going to be let go. And that he should resign to maintain his dignity. And the dude believed him. Which. Uh, oh boy. That's not great. <laughs> that's not 
a good guy move. Just saying. Uh, and they even start talking about Cameron's father. And it's revealed that Cameron's father served in the military. It is also revealed that her father is dead. So... That's a thing. And it's this really heartbreaking moment where, like, not long, just minutes after, had some technical difficulties, I've come back, everything's good, it's all, it's all fine here now. How are you? Anyway, like, minutes after, Cameron's father is brought up. Joe's dad makes a passing remark of, oh, I bet you'd... Talk to your dad if he was here today, if he came to visit. And then you see this look on Cameron's face. And she doesn't even have to say anything. And then Joe's dad's like, oh, God. I am sorry. I did not know. Like, you just see, like, it's written all over Cameron's face. And it's just such a, such a heartbreaking moment. Uh, and then this conversation keeps going for a while, and then Cameron's like, yeah, you're a dick. You're actually kind of a dick. Uh, you're exactly like Joe. The two of you are no different. Uh, bye. And that's the end of that conversation. And then eventually Joe's dad, like, after reading that article in the Wall Street Quarterly, which, by the way, they got the article in the Wall Street Quarterly, so last... The last episode was a success, I guess. After reading that article, Joe's dad just kind of Fs off. He kind of gives up and is like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not getting anything done here. But with this kind of came this warning of Joe's going to blow shit up. He always does. Joe's going to manipulate everything and blow everything up. He's going to cause chaos. This will not end well. Speaking of Joe, he and Gordon got a bit of a deal going. So, in their efforts to make this computer way less, they decide to switch out a... Ah, shit, I forget the initials. I think it was a CRT screen. I could be wrong about that. For an LCD. LCD, leading makers of that, uh, is a Japanese company, the name of which I completely forget. And Gordon has an in through his father-in-law. Man, this is a very dad-centric episode, I'm just realizing. Halt and catch fire. Attack of the Dads, <laughs> or Rise of the Dads, or Revenge of the Dads. So many dads. Uh, but through his father-in-law, who carries some of this company's products, he is able to sit down with this Japanese company. So he, Joe, and the Japanese are at dinner. And Gordon... 
Fs it all up. There's a pitch going well. There's a conversation going well. Everything's going well. But Gordon, like an idiot, is trying to keep up with the Japanese. And he is drinking like eight shots of whiskey. So he's drunk. He follows one of them to the bathroom and insults his father-in-law in front of him. So now this Japanese company who has a lot of respect for Gordon's father-in-law is like, well, this guy's an asshole. Uh, we can't do business with him. And the deal falls through immediately. But, next morning, Joe shows up at the hotel, frantically fixes it. Like, look, Gordon made a mistake. He He's an idiot. He's bad. He's dumb. But, look. We, we respect our fathers. Everything's good on the father front. Lie. Uh, and we will do anything to be back in business with you. And the Japanese are like, yeah, sure. And Joe's all happy, like, yeah, I saved Gordon's ass. I resurrected the deal. And then it's revealed that Gordon went to his father-in-law and had the father-in-law set up another meeting where Gordon literally got on his knees and begged. So Joe didn't do shit. It was all Gordon. The master manipulator got beaten to the manipulation. He didn't save the day for once. Womp womp. And man, there's a moment where he looked like a fool. He looked like an absolute fool. Because Gordon and all of his, uh, all of his engineers, they're like celebrating like, yeah, Gordon did this amazing thing. Gordon's awesome. And then Joe comes in, tries to run on his parade like, oh, Gordon almost tanked the deal. And then Gordon reverses the fool. He puts his foolishness onto Joe, and it's like, yeah, I fixed it before you even tried. <laughs> you idiot. And then Joe just walks away like, hmm, I thought I fixed the deal. Meh. But now they got LCD screens. Uh, also, Donna is having a bit of a moment with her boss. So, her boss calls her at night while she's baking and they have a moment of, like, talking about pies. And it's a bit overly friendly. So that's a thing kind of simmering in the background. Uh, also, I really, really like this final scene. Where everyone's at this, like, party. This, like, parking lot party. This classic Texas parking lot party deal. And part of it is you can pay to just smash a car with a sledgehammer. And Joe pays like a hundred bucks and just goes to town. Just eviscerates it over and over and over again. Just pounding it over and over and over and over and over again. Like he, he has a lot of anger issues to work out on that goddamn car. 
Uh, and that's the episode. Man, we're like halfway through the season. That was quick. I mean, like, I knew going into this that, like, the seasons were short, like, 10 episode seasons, but for whatever reason, I felt it, I, I, for whatever reason, I thought it would feel like it's going by slower than it actually is. It's only Thursday, and we're already halfway through the season. Cool. That's awesome, I guess. Uh, so you got another half of this season. That's gonna be real good. And then the rest of the series. Look forward to that. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 6. Talk to you then.